0: Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is a spiritual mentor, a leadership coach, and also the founder of the School of Divine Confidence. And I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Kat Kim. Kat, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners.
1: Hi, Sheena. I'm so excited to be here. I think what you do and what I do is so aligned with each other, right? I am the founder of the School of Divine Confidence, where I provide being confidence to rising women leaders, spiritual seekers, and change makers who are really ready to step out into the world and step into the best version of of themselves and truly make a difference.
0: Thanks for sharing that. And Kat, what's your cultural background?
1: I am Korean American.
0: Thanks for sharing. Then what'd be your favorite self-confidence quote?
1: My favorite self-confidence quote or a quote that really changed my life was, you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most. Thanks
0: for sharing that great quote. And I really um, agree with that too, right? Who you surround yourself with is so important, like especially if you want to be in a path where you just want to better yourself, you surround yourself with people who are doing that and you walk with them side by side. So I really love that quote that you mentioned. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence?
1: Well, I you know, I founded a school called the School of Divine Confidence. For me, it's it's about divine confidence, which I define as having a powerful and Unshakable faith in knowing who you are and what you're here to do, regardless of what's going on in the world outside of you, regardless of perhaps even how much money you have in your bank account, regardless of the relationships around you, regardless of what people are saying to you. Divine confidence comes from an unshakable faith in knowing who you are and what you're here to do.
0: Thanks for sharing that great definition. I totally agree. You know, it's just having that inner knowing that everything will be okay no matter what happens because. You know, with confidence, everything goes up, everything goes down. It's a roller coaster ride, but we know in the end it's going to be all good. So thanks for sharing that great definition. And, Kat, what was your life like before your discovery of self confidence?
1: So, my mother began feeding me diet pills when I was six years old. And I don't remember if this is something I asked her to help me do, you know, lose weight or if this is something that she just thought that I had to do. All I remember was that I was barely tall enough to look over my kitchen counter. And I was like, I had my hands on the kitchen counter every morning at six years old. And my mother would be next to me on the cutting board and cutting these pills. And I remember one time asking her, I was like, what are you doing, mom? And she said, well, these are diet pills. And these are for adults, and you're only a child, so I'm going to just give you a little bit of it. You don't need all of it. You only need half. So needless to say, this was kind of like the beginning of a lifelong struggle of low self-confidence, bad body image, no self-worth. And I really felt that I was ugly, that I was unwanted, and that I was unworthy all by the time I was in second grade. And I grew up in a very emotionally and physically abusive environment. And I started rebelling at a really young age, Sheena. I started smoking and drinking, smoking pot, skipping school uh, at 13 years old. Uh, By the time I was 16, I was doing hardcore drugs. And by the time I was 18, I was dealing cocaine. And I was transporting it from Washington State to California on the plane. (laughs) And one day I was caught, I was handcuffed, I was put behind bars in Oakland, California of all places. And at that time, Oakland was notorious for its high rates of homicides and violent crimes. And I was right there in the middle of all of that. And I had so little care and self-worth for myself at that time that I didn't, I was not afraid. But it wasn't the type of fearlessness that came from courage that comes from the heart. It was a type of fearlessness that came from absolutely having no regard for myself, my health, my safety, or my future. And even while I was in jail, I was trying to make drug deals. I I didn't care what happened to me. And suddenly, I was facing up to three years in state prison. And you would think this was my wake-up call. <laughs> you would think that that would be the moment where I'm like, okay, this is not the life for me, and I need to clean it up, and I need to be better, but it wasn't. I ended up pleading guilty, and I went to rehab, and I cleaned up the drugs and alcohol, Sheena, but this feeling and this this core belief that I carried ever since I was a young child that I'm ugly, I'm unwanted, and I'm unworthy, it kept manifesting itself in my life. And even though I quit the drugs and alcohol, I still believe that. And this entire time, Sheena, I walked around like I was the ugliest, meanest, nastiest bitch in town. I was so mean. I was a bully at times. But that's because I just thought that everyone in the world hated me too. And so I I, I walked around And because I believed these things about myself, I just attracted everything into my life that validated these beliefs to be true that I was ugly and unwanted and unworthy. And it really wasn't until one day I was walking down my apartment hallway in Vancouver, by the way, Sheena. And at that time, I was in a really, really toxic, abusive relationship with a man. And I was so depressed. I could barely even lift my arms from the couch because I would sleep all day on the couch and you know, I I couldn't even lift my arms. One day I felt like there was this pressure just pushing me down and I couldn't lift my arms. And I was just wallowing in this toxicity and and suffering and pain. And I was walking down my apartment hallway to the elevator door and there's this big huge mirror that hangs on the wall across the elevator door and I was walking down the hallway and I glanced up and in the mirror I saw the the image of a woman she's standing there I saw her reflection and I glanced up and I was like, like, I was like, Oh my god, because I looked at her and she was really unkept. Her hair was all poofy. She was wearing big baggy clothes. Her face was really swollen and just looking at her kind of made me cringe. And it wasn't just so much what she looked like. It was this really dark emanating energy that came from her. And in that moment, while I was in my own toxicity, wallowing in my own depression, I looked at her and I thought, oh my goodness, at least I'm not that bad. You know, I just like, I saw her and I was like, oh, she is way worse off than me. And at least I'm not that bad. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that there was nobody else in that hallway. There was no other woman. It was just me. And the person that I was looking at in the mirror was me. It was a reflection of myself. I realized in that moment that I had become so disconnected from the woman that I wanted to be and the woman that I was being that I didn't even recognize myself when I saw myself in the mirror. The woman that I wanted to be was powerful. She was beautiful. She would walk into a room and have people notice her. That's what I—that's what I dreamed of. It was like a secret, burning desire. And that woman was making an impact, and she was transforming lives. And it was in that moment that I finally came across my wake-up call, and I decided in that moment that I would do whatever it takes to become this woman. And You know, it was like this really dramatic scene because I stepped into the hall, the elevator door, you know, or into the elevator. I'm looking at myself right in front of me in, in that mirror. And as the elevator doors are closing from my left and from my right, I saw the elevator closing on my image in that mirror. That's when I said, I will do whatever it takes to become the woman that I'm being called to be. And so I began studying everything under the sun, Sheena, around transformation. I became obsessed and I became a licensed professional image consultant. So I began studying style and color and makeup and your body shape and how do you accentuate the parts of yourself and your body and your face to highlight its best features I wanted to understand how can I look better. And eventually then I just, it, you know, I, I started helping other women do the same thing. And then I became a, a nationally certified personal trainer because I wanted to understand what your body goes through when it undergoes transformation. So I studied nutrition, weight loss, kinesiology, like physiology, all of that. And and then I began to have a physical transformation. I lost a lot of weight. And I even did a bikini competition, the fitness bikini competitions. And then I went even deeper. I started studying the power of the mindset and I became a transformative life coach. I did three years of training in this, where I studied the mindset and how your thoughts really, really impact your results, your behavior, and therefore your results. And as I'm doing this, I'm 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 going I'm undergoing this incredible transformation myself. And people who who began to see me at that time was like, they would not recognize me from who I was in the past because I walked around like I was frumpy and fat and just you know, ugly, that's what I believed about myself, you know, so I never took care of myself, I never dressed up, I didn't put on makeup, I wore big baggy clothes, like I was a gangster. And at at a point in my life, I was gangbanging. I mean, it was just, you know, that was the life that I was living. And as I'm making this transformation, and really going really deeply into all these areas of transformation, this eventually led me into the world of spirituality, where I began studying quantum physics and energy and metaphysics. And I began learning that this reality in this physical world that we experience every day and the experiences that we have with our relationships and money and our body and all of the things, I began to understand and see that all of that physical experience is created first in the metaphysical metaphysical means beyond the physical it's created in our in our consciousness first everything in the physical world is always created in the non-physical world in the invisible realm with our thoughts and our feelings and what's even more so more accurately in our subconscious thoughts and our subconscious feelings because 95% of our thoughts and our subconscious feelings are unconscious, right? And that's the area where I really, really became fascinated about, where I began to understand that when I can access and I can heal what's in our subconscious mind, boom, that's when that physical transformation happens quickly. It happens effortlessly. And instead of trying so hard to fix this and fix that in this physical world, the most accurate and the most efficient way to do that is to address what's going on in the metaphysical world. So I, of course, true to my form, really became obsessed about that. And instead of just studying it, I became a licensed spiritual practitioner in this area of metaphysics. And this is the area where I have really found a passion because this is where I can help people the, the quickest. And I'm on a path of, you know, now I'm a spiritual leader, a spiritual teacher, and because of all the things that I've been through, I decided that I would dedicate my life to helping others go through that same type of transformation. And so I created the School of Divine Confidence. And this is where I really, really the type of person that I love helping and building their confidence and their leadership, Sheena, are people just like myself, who never really fit in anywhere, who always felt like they needed to be this person and that person and fit in with this type of, you know, look or a career, but they've never really fit in anywhere. That's that's who I am. And so I work, I love, love working with people who consider themselves nonconformists and who are really here to create their own path and find their own superpowers. And that's what I love, 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 love to do.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that amazing story i feel like it should be a movie first of all um <laughs> like Thank you are you. you are like you are proof that your past is not defined you know like your future is not defined by your past right a lot of people feel like you know if they come from a broken home they can never succeed in life and that's so not true right and a lot of people don't realize you know our traumas come from when we're children you know like It started when you were six. For me, it started when I was five. Like, I failed kindergarten. Can you imagine failing kindergarten? (laughs) All my life, I thought I was a failure. And, you know, sometimes we never realize it until later on, like in our lives, realizing like our past childhood traumas really affect us into our adulthood. And I'm glad, you know, you're able to share this powerful story on the podcast. And, you know, and especially where you are today, you know, you're helping others now versus like back then, you were doing like stuff that I never, imagine you would even do because i always see you online and you're such an you're so like you're a gorgeous woman you're like so you're like glowing
1: oh thank you yeah i was i was a i was a crack at it i was i was a drug offender facing three years in state prison i dropped out of i'm a high school dropout you know name all the things (laughs) that you do not want to be i was i can tick off the boxes on all of that and You know, there's, I've had many turning points, you know, Sheena, but one of the things that I began to ask myself, and this is something I still ask myself because it's not like my life is perfect now. I still come across challenges, right? But when something really, really bad happens, this is what I've learned to ask myself. And this is what I asked myself a long time ago after getting into trouble with the law and just being in a really crappy position. I asked myself this what needs to happen in the future? Or what do I need to create for myself in the future such that when I look back at this moment, I'm going to be grateful that it happened. That when I look back at this moment, I am going to not want to have changed one single thing. So in other words, how am I going to take this and how am I this this moment of suffering and pain and shame? Oh, shame, especially in Asian cultures, is such a huge, huge thing. You know, so how am I going to take this shame and how am I going to turn it into something so amazing that I'm going to look back at this and say, Oh, I'm so glad that happened. And I would not change one thing. And for me, when I saw, when I asked myself that question, I saw myself on a big stage sharing my story and transforming lives. You know, I saw myself on TV. I saw myself. You know, working with with very powerful, impactful people to share a message around self-confidence and self-love. And, you know, the things that have come from my life, when I answered my calling, this is really about answering your calling, you know, and you're answering the call to your highest self. I have been part of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's motivational reality TV show called Wake Up Call. I was a contributing coach behind the scenes. I have been invited to be part of, uh, I was featured in a music video with John Legend and his nephew, Tata Prince. They recently just released a single called Love One Another. And these things, you know I can't even, not, I was never asking or praying that I work with The Rock or John Legend. These are not things that I would even think of, you know, these are just, it's just what happens when we say fully 100% yes to that call. And by the way, that call is going to feel like so outside of your comfort zone that you're going to feel uncomfortable thinking about it. It's going to be a secret burning desire. It's going to feel so vulnerable that you will feel like, oh, even if I say this out loud, people might make fun of me. So I don't want to talk about it. That's that's when you know there's a piece of your highest calling in that. And when we say fully, 100% yes to that, oh, the universe arranges itself, spirit, God, whatever name you have for it, just appears in your life and just gifts you with all of these beautiful connections and opportunities that you can't even think of by yourself. And I also want to say, Shina, you mentioned something about you know, our traumas really impacting us at a young age, right? There is something, when you said that, I, 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 it's 100% true, and I would even add to that as Asian Americans, that it's really, really important that we begin to dive into our culture and our history. Because we come from centuries and centuries of really, really rich, tumultuous history as Asians. And not only do we have trauma, From our childhood, but we have trauma from generations. So there's generational trauma that we have not even, in many cases, even come to realize yet. Things that our ancestors have been through, the pain and suffering, the wars, the fighting, the deaths, the killing, it's all in our Asian history. And when we can really tap into that, And this is maybe another podcast for you and I, Sheena, because there's another story behind that. But when we can connect to that and understand our history, oh my goodness, it opens up another door of healing that is so powerful that I guarantee if we we say yes to that, there's just another level of growth and confidence and power that comes from that.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. I love, you know, what you mentioned, like asking yourself what good can come out of it, you know, learning how to turn a setback into a comeback and doing, you know, turning something negative into something positive. I always say, you know, whatever happens in our life, it's either a blessing or a learning lesson. And I think the more we see it that way, the more we can build our confidence and just keep going and realize it's all part of the process. So really love that you mentioned that. And thanks again. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, um, she may want to connect with you. Uh, would you be able to share your social media profiles or any websites?
1: Yeah, sure. You can find me at Kat Kim, K-A-T-K-I-M dot com. But come find me. I have a free Facebook group where I provide spiritual training and confidence coaching. It's called the Confident Leadership Community. You can find me there. And then on Instagram, you can find me at Kat Kim Official. And coming up soon, I will be launching a podcast and show a YouTube show where I will be sharing all of these stories because there's so many more. <laughs> and I just, I just can't wait to share them and connect with other Asian
0: Americans. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Kat, you can also head on over to the TaoofSelfConfidence.com and search for Kat's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Kat today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Kat. My pleasure. Thank you, Sheena. Not a problem. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. Want to learn how you can use podcasting to market your business? Download your free report by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.